You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron live with Ethan Haristadoulou. Welcome back, everyone, to the Greek's Gridiron. I am Ethan Haristadoulou. It is March 1st, 2022. And today we are continuing on with my best of free agent fits series as we work our way through all 32 teams. And I give out some names that I would be interested in seeing go to each and every one of the 32 teams in the NFL. In today's video, we are discussing the Los Angeles Chargers. They have one of the largest cap amounts in the NFL currently, so a lot of money to spend, some big possibilities with this team. So as always, make sure you hit that like button, hit that sub button, and my Chargers fans, join in on the conversation down in the comment section down below. Let me know who you would like to see the Chargers go after during this free agency period. Now, let's get into this. I have two people listed here. One is for the offensive side of the football. The other is for the defensive side of the football. And before I get into any like crazy detail with all of this, uh, I like to kind of explain at the beginning of the video that I'm not somebody that's huge on spending a ton of money in free agency. I think a couple of like really big acquisitions are always good to help shore up and fill some roster holes. But, you know, dumping 60, 70, 80 million dollars in free agency, not necessarily something that I think is the best idea. I don't think the track record of it working out is very good. And I, the Patriots last year are one of the very few outliers. And even though they're, you know, they're free agency class was a pretty good one. They did still have some whiffs. So I like to think of the free agency period as a time where you can swing on a couple of really good guys to fill a couple of holes, but it's not the be all end all in my opinion. So for today with the Chargers, like I said, I got two spots picked out. The first one is going to be on the offensive side of the football, and I'm curious to see what you Chargers fans think because I feel like this one may or may not be controversial depending on how you look at the player, but I would like to see them address the tight end spot in free agency. I understand Jared Cook was there. He kind of did his thing this past season, but ultimately he is getting up there in age. It is not the early two th- or excuse me, the late 2000s, early 2010s. It is 2022. You have Justin Herbert. You need an athletic, playmaking tight end, a guy who can go up and get the football and be a difference maker in the middle of the field for Justin Herbert. And I would love to see them go after tight end from Cleveland, David Njoku. I'm thinking somewhere along the lines of a two, maybe three-year deal because his career has been rather up and down despite the supreme athleticism he displayed coming out of the draft and even the flashes he's had here and there in Cleveland so far. But I think at this point in time, losing Hunter Henry definitely hurts Justin Herbert in the long run. I think every single great quarterback always can benefit from an excellent tight end kind of security blanket guy that he knows he can go to in the middle of the field. And I really do believe that David Njoku could be that guy for the Chargers. He's young, you know, he's, he went to Cleveland and while Cleveland did have kind of a slight like ascension the last couple of years and then ultimately tumbling down this past season, I think that there's potential. And when you look at the situation with Odell Beckham in Cleveland and, you know, the struggles he dealt with during the time that he was in Cleveland and then leaving to go to LA in a system that fit him better, that utilized him more, where he was a true necessity for the team, he was able to put up numbers and be successful there. I think that there is a possibility that if you took 
David Njoku, plucked him out of Cleveland and inserted him into the Chargers offense. The Brandon Staley aggressive risk-taking type of offense where Justin Herbert slinging the rock, looking like a true stud in the NFL. I really think this is a match made in heaven type scenario where both sides, be it Herbert and Njoku, would ultimately benefit from the pairing. There is a couple of reasons for why I think this, and obviously, as I already mentioned, one of them being the Jared Cook thing. While I think he is a great tight end and he, you know, he's had an excellent career, he's definitely not the spring chicken he used to be. I do think Jared Cook, if they brought him back, could be a solid number two guy to Javid and Joku's number one. But there's also the potential that Mike Williams is no longer going to be a charger after this season. So with that in mind, prioritizing the tight end spot becomes an even larger importance for the team. I think ultimately the way things have kind of shaken out with wide receivers in the draft, if you let Mike Williams go, it seems like receivers are becoming more and more ready coming out of the draft, and we're seeing far more successful receivers come out than tight ends. I think if you take a guy that is very athletic and has like all the physical traits and has even improved on his blocking in the last few years in someone like Njoku, you bring him in, I think he becomes immediate impact type of player. I, I I have a hard time believing that Justin Herbert and that Staley offense wouldn't be able to maximize his talents. That also lessens the blow of Mike Williams, allows them to maybe focus on a wide receiver in the draft if that's where they're looking to go. Uh, or maybe even they bring in another wide receiver and David Njoku, however they decide to address that position. And we see an ascension for Njoku, similar to what we saw with Odell Beckham in L.A. I think that Justin Herbert is an excellent quarterback. Uh, would I say that he's as good as Matthew Stafford or is Matthew Stafford as good as Justin Herbert? Depending on who you talk to, I could understand why you would argue for one or the other. In my personal opinion, I think I like Stafford just a little bit more because of the experience than anything else. I would say physically and ability-wise, they're probably on par, but I would give Stafford just a very slight edge because of experience in that regard. But ultimately, if you take Njoku, you bring him to LA, I think that the same thing that happened with Odell over there on the Rams side can happen with Njoku on the Chargers side. Now, take a second, breathe. I'm sure that Herbert take might have just threw you off for a second. I do still have another guy to talk about here, so don't just click out just yet. I love Herbert, one of my favorite QBs in the NFL right now, no disrespect intended. Second guy that I have picked here for the Chargers it is no secret that the Chargers' run defense was abysmal this past season. They pretty much were the bottom run D in yards per game allowed for the majority of the season. I would say about two-thirds to three-fourths of the season, somewhere in that ballpark, they were sitting at the bottom of the league numbers-wise. It needs to be addressed, and I think that there's quite a few pieces you need to add there, be it depth pieces and number one guys who are going to start for the Chargers the next few years. And it's not going to be something that can be addressed immediately through the draft. I think you're going to have to get a handful of guys there. You maybe need to bring in a guy or two in free agency. And I really think if he ends up becoming available and the Ravens opt to not pick him up and bring him back, signing a guy like interior defensive lineman Calias Campbell to maybe like a one or two year deal he because he is older he's I believe 35 going on 36 somewhere in that ballpark there he is older but 
He is a proven talent. He has been great since 2011. He has been a playmaker for, you know, going on 11 years now, whether he was in Arizona, in Jacksonville, in Baltimore, everywhere he's gone, he has seen some sort of success, whether it's been good success or excellent success as a playmaker. I think that with how poor this just defensive line in general is outside of like Bosa, you need a guy that can really take things over on the inside, plug up those running lanes and help slow down some of these offenses that were just killing you on the ground all season long. And again, Campbell has been nothing short of consistent and excellent player, 103 career sacks, 533 tackles. He averages an 82.9 PFF grade, if you like using them, versus the run over the last 10 seasons in his career once he really started to take off. You bring a guy like him in, he brings leadership, he brings experience, and on top of that, a smash mouth style, you know, an intensity to help, you know, to, to basically usher in a new era for this D-line in the run game and and show some of the younger guys that I expect them to start bringing in because they need to figure something out on this D-line. Whatever they've got going on right now is clearly not working. You are not last in the NFL or finishing in 31 or 30, whatever the number was that they ended up being at the end of the season with good players stopping the run. That's not how that works. Again, he's not a long-term solution, but do I think he could be an impact guy who can help bring in that new era of, you know, and help mold that D line into what the chargers are going to need it to be. If they want to be successful and a contender in what is becoming an absurdly talented AFC, not even just West, but like AFC as a whole at the quarterback position, you know, the way the quarterbacks are slinging the rock these days, if, if they have a ground game to boot going with it, these AFC teams are looking unstoppable. So you need to be able to slow them down one way or another. Calais Campbell, he's a proven pass rusher with his 103 career sacks. Uh, and he has a he has like some ridiculous number. It's like 600 and something pressures. He's a dude. He's not a long-term solution, but he's a proven guy. He's a vet with leadership, with ability, experience, and a guy that I think would be excellent to plug in while you try to bring in some younger talent and develop them and learn from a guy like Kalias Campbell. Because if you are the Chargers, you are hoping you can bring players in and turn him into even maybe like a half or three-fourths as effective of a player as Kalias Campbell has been over the majority of his career. Those are my two picks for free agency for this Oh, I almost called you the San Diego Chargers. I'm sorry. LA Chargers. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section down below. I appreciate you all for watching. I will see you guys in the next video. Have a good one.